1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
0: It's the mother flipping Luca Show. We're heading into what can only be described as Good Friday. Luke, are you planning to have a Good Friday?
2: Yeah, I mean, I love the time off. To be honest.
0: Right. Okay. We don't really get the time off though, do we? I don't well, know. Well, it depends.
2: in our game, it depends, doesn't it? I mm. mean, if, you, if, you, if you're booked in to do what you're booked in to do, then you know mm. the the the, the um, <laughs> listen, mate. The, the world of um, endless entertainment that is stacking podcasting <laughs> means that you know you just got to take the rough of the smooth. but. Mm. Sometimes you get a time off if it's a bank holiday. And I think we've got another big bank holiday weekend coming up.
0: Is that for the summer. Queen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that what's that the uh what's the Queen what's big, the Queen? Um, big doing?
2: Jubilee, my friend. Big Jubilee.
0: I mean it's it's she's very old now, isn't she?
2: Yeah, she's done Good very honor. well. I mean you gotta be honest, I mean, whatever your feelings on the uh the constitutional uh question, you have mm. to really take your take your hat off to mm. someone who's served for that amount of time doing anything, you know? It's like I'd... it's like you know, um, you know, like Bruce Forsyth started doing yeah. stuff and he was doing stuff for so long that, like, you wouldn't even be able to find your elderly relatives saying that they remembered him when he was before, remember TV before he was on it. Like, David <laughs> was like that. David Attenborough yeah. basically invented modern TV, didn't he? He <laughs> yeah, was on like the, like the commission, he was like the commissioning editor of the BBC in like 1920. Yeah. Not 1920. He created
0: but, you know. it effectively, didn't he? Yeah. yeah.
2: So, like, some of these people have just been around forever. Do you think you'll be around right. forever, Pete?
0: No, God, no! I'm, uh, no. I'm on the way out. I've got the seed already. Um, got the I'm, seed. I'm, I'm, I've just googled five facts about Good Friday, nice. and I, I would just like to look. Christianity gets a kick in a lot, right? I, I'm just saying, guys, you need to work on your SEO because none of these fucking sites talking about five facts about Good Friday and Easter are interesting. They're so boring. Give us some interesting, silly facts that I can meme. Or tell my friends, <laughs> I don't, I don't care about Maundy Thursday. I mean, this is the day that the show comes out, Maundy Thursday. Yeah, um, it's derived from the Latin word mandatum, the commandment, uh, and the term refers to the commandment given by Jesus at the Last Supper. I mean, it's just give us something sexy, give us something mm. interesting. I'm, I'm sure it is interesting to a lot of people. I'm just not. Where the words come from, I don't care. I want to know I th- I thought, um, about the man who only ate eggs for a month and died. I, that's <laughs> what I want. I want to know it.
2: You, you won't believe what John the Baptist looks like now. Exactly. That's what I want. I thought, could I just say, I'm not a, I'm not very uh, versed in this world at all. I know no. a bit more than you do because you didn't even know that Jesus was crucified. Um, but I thought that Maundy Thursday was something to do with the washing of Jesus' feet before he was crucified.
0: Right, okay. So they did it on. Th- I mean, he's gonna he's gonna scuff up his feet before it gets to Friday, no? Yeah, I mean,
2: maybe the last thing, it, Thursday, before he, went, before he went to bed,
0: washed his. Did it was it the it was the um uh was it who was it, Mary the other Mary was washing his feet and wiping the oil away with his with her hair or something like that, wasn't it?
2: Do you, Do you remember how Jesus um, was um, born, Pete? Do you remember what happened at the Jesus at the at the, um, at the birth of Jesus Christ? <sighs>
0: I think a log flume was involved.
2: <laughs> is um, that the three wise men got What there? do you
0: mean? Yeah, I remember that.
2: What did you learn about it at school when you get to do like a nativity play, right? What, what did you learn happen?
0: Riding on a donkey into town and do do. Hey, riding on a donkey into town. Uh, uh, uh. What a sight to see. The boy of Galilee riding on a donkey into town do do. There All are that.
2: people everywhere who are absolutely delighted that you've turned that into some kind of end of the pier type um like <laughs> George Formby star rendition.
0: Want to sight to see the Donkey had a wee
2: <laughs> can, can I can I just say you know, speaking of George Formby. Joke. Yes. Um absolutely problematic. Okay. I mean, oh I don't I don't know this. Did he uh No, but it's just it's just the, the song he's most famous for. Right. when, is, when I'm cleaning when, windows. When I'm cleaning windows, right? The lyrics is it uh, like
0: Is it like what the butler saw kind of song? Is,
2: I've like, seen Miss Thompson in her flat, take off her shoes, her coat and her hat. I've seen her take off more than that when I'm cleaning windows.
0: Oh, okay, right.
2: But do you think, so do you think it's just because it was so long ago? Do you think it's just a bit, it's just like a little bit of harmless fun? Or do you think it's genuinely, that's quite sinister, isn't it? Like, it reminds me of the video you sent me recently of um, a Google map, the guy going through Google Maps. Uh, going down the street on Street View, turning around and seeing a man with his penis in his hand in his living room. It's like, yeah. it's a bit like that, but in like the 1940s.
0: It's very public, that one, isn't it? I mean, if you like it's because my dad sent me, it was like a, just a little Facebook thing, sort of saying, look for this hotel on Google Maps and then go two doors to the left and there's a person in the window, have a look. But by the time I'd done that, someone had Clearly uh, censored it, um, which is funny because like, we all know what's under there now. It's a man having a bit of afternoon delight. But it, it, it's a very public On his own. road. It's a very open road. Like, just him by himself.
2: Yeah, I think the guy has to be a pervert, surely.
0: Whacking away. It's probably why he's moving house. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> what,
2: is there a for-sale sign? The yeah, for sign? Yeah, it's a for-sale sign, yeah. This is my last will and testament to he's this a pariah. residential property.
0: He's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. I... I yeah, it's a shame, really. It, it, it is a little charge for me when I'm cleaning windows. <laughs> I thought you said he was going to be problematic in his private life, though.
2: Oh, I, I have no idea about that. No, it's okay. not. Um, he died. In, he literally died in like the 60s. I think he died quite young. So mm. um, I just, I just find it quite. To me, it's quite interesting to put yourself in the mindset of people who would enjoy that song because, ostensibly, it's quite, a, it's quite a good song. It's quite catchy and stuff, right? And I just think to myself, I can't remember. I don't know when the song came out. It must have been in the 30s or the 40s. What do people? Why, well, how do people react to that at the time? They think, okay, that's just funny, isn't it? That's a perk of being a window cleaner. Because there was all those movies in the 70s, <laughs> weren't there? Like yeah. Confessions of a Window Cleaner and stuff. And it's a bit like... But really, when you look at it, it's... You know, really, it's just one of those movies. So, for example, Confessions of a Window Cleaner. All you've got to do is change the lighting and the poster. And that's a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. exactly. And, you know,
0: the mum out of the Bisto adverts was on it as well. Was she? She was. Lin- yeah. what,
2: Linda Bellingham, is that her name?
0: Linda Bellingham.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, she was in it, I did not recall one of them. And wasn't, oh, it was um, Sherry Blair's dad was in, in A Lot of the Money. Really? Yes. I've Sherry, never heard that. Is it Sherry Booth? What was, in, what was his uh, Yeah, it was, was Sherry Booth. Booth. Yeah, oh, Anthony Booth. Booth, her dad. Anthony Booth. I think he was in a lot of them as well. Yeah. yeah.
2: He was in He until <laughs> Death of Part, wasn't he? Oh right, okay. Yeah, again, prob- Sp- that, that was pro- that's problematic. Fucking. Speaking
0: hell. of old men on the telly, um, the weird thing that I, the weird th- so before the uh, Oscars, I'm still talking about this fucking thing. Before <laughs> the Oscars, um, the thing that reminded me about uh, the Chris Rock and Will Smith thing, uh, the day that that happened, uh, Will Smith, because I saw this in my timeline the, the, the day before the actual Oscar thing happened that the slap happened um somebody pointed there's a there's a Twitter page uh, that's uh one foot in the grave Victor Meldrew uh what was the guy who played Victor Meldrew
2: um his name was Richard Wilson wasn't it Richard
0: Wilson yeah Richard Wilson uh the day like basically Richard Wilson was surprisingly young when he started doing um that that, that TV show one foot in the grave one foot in the grave right. so will Smith who's about 50 maybe
2: yeah.
0: If that uh he was the same age he was on the site basically saying, Congratulations, Will Smith, you've just you just made your one foot in the grave age in that you are the same age as Richard Wilson. That's mad uh, when, That's absolutely when he st- mad. when he started when he yeah, started. Because I just TV looked it up show. when you were
2: saying that. So Richard Wilson was fifty-three when he started 53. Foot in the Ring, and Will was also amazing. fifty-three.
0: Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy.
2: Yeah, I I think <laughs> there's definitely something about like so I'll see pictures of my granddad. Um, yeah. And he's like twenty-five, right? Mm. Just come, just come out of the army or whatever, or whatever it'll be. And he's dressed like for a formal occasion, and he just looks—he looks fine, he looks, he looks great, but he just looks yeah. really old. Is it—is it, is it kind of
0: selective that we sort of see people dressed all nice and dressed all formally? Because you would, you know, pictures were quite expensive back in the day, and you'd only take pictures when you were dressed all nice and that. Now it's so yeah. disposable. There's just a lot of you know, kind yeah, I do think and there's, something of shots about, and
2: stuff. That, there's something about that generation <laughs> that always did kind of dress. Quite smart, right? Yeah. So I can remember. I can remember when my granddad got like his first pro jeans, like it was, <laughs> and it was a big. It was like a big debate. Right? Big street party. Yeah. So I must. Yeah. Yeah. We all took the day off. Yeah. I must have been probably. I think I was at uni, right? Right. So say so it's probably twenty years ago, right? And um, my nan had always. Used a, some like a United Nations style veto in the family to stop anyone buying him jeans for Christmas or whatever. <laughs> right? And he really wanted a pair of jeans, right? Yeah. And so at this point, he's going to be probably pushing seventeen. Let Granddad
0: jeans. wear jeans. Yeah. So anyway, he, he eventually out. got
2: some, and he was all like, he was all about that." Um, yeah. But my point being that, like, people used to dress a lot differently then, and 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 but it's about perception as well because when I was. So, when I first moved to London, I was 23, and I'm doing, I had a job, and uh, there's a lot of young people working there. But you'd get like a manager who would be maybe 28, 30, mm. and you'd be like, fucking no, hell, they're old. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. see yourself as the same as them.
0: I bought a new, I, when I was away and I had a couple of uh, tequila drinks, I, um, someone flagged up there was a lot of J League stuff going on eBay, and I was like, oh, shit oh, shit, here we go again. And I bought, like, a couple of tops and a, and a jacket, right? I'm wearing that jacket now. It's orange. Bright fucking orange, right? Yeah, I can see that, Yes, And I'm worried that no one has taken the piss out of it. Yeah. Which makes me think that people are just doing that themselves. No, but that's like, the thing, isn't it? Shop. You, you, you know try, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, yeah. I could get away with it, people would happily take the piss out of it to my face. But... Since no one's mentioned it, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! It's one of those ones when where. I see you, did I you see what will, Pete's wearing? Say again. Will.
2: When I see you, I probably will. I...
0: You 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 would get involved, but you're a peer, and I, I don't value your yeah, opinion. Yeah,
2: okay, yeah, <laughs> great. So so that's absolutely, that's absolutely fair. Stuck is I, a
0: gerontocracy.
2: So, so I I find that I find that I'm always quite conscious of the idea that our team. At stacker obviously all of them a lot younger than us yeah and I, and I i'm under no illusions at all that when we're not around they're kind of doing their thing they're, you know, yeah yeah probably take the piss out and i've obviously got no problem with that whatsoever mm. but it's, it's kind of interesting isn't it because what what i don't think what's talked about well, i say what's not talked about enough i mean there are far more important things to worry about so it's probably why that you know when you're when you're a guy of our age mm. it's actually quite difficult to dress in a way that people aren't going to take the piss out of you, <laughs> because, because like I tell you why? Because so you can either go down a couple of different routes. You can go down the really kind of smart all the time formal. I'm almost like a shitty member, a shittier member of the Peaky Blinders, mm. and that's a little bit tragic in its own way. But also yep. really admin heavy, yes. Because you've you've got Lot to of make ironing. sure you yeah you've got to clean you cl- yeah you've got to dry clean your clothes. You've got to make sure they fit you well. You, you know all this kind of stuff goes on, and you've and mm. it's really you have probably taken off half hour each morning out of bed just to start that out yeah. yeah or you can go on the total like kind of trendy route which obviously mm. comes with its own pitfalls go, what wear. the fuck is that 41 year old man doing <laughs> dressing like that yeah. or you can go on the complete schlubby kind of Mark Zuckerberg always wear the same thing everyday thing yeah which apparently makes you a complete maniac so yeah it's, it's I don't right. really know if there's m- many options that are good options for people blokes of our age it's the least bad option that you go for I think
0: well <laughs> what won't anyone think of us for crying out loud i I do
2: do think obviously we have it great and i'm not complaining because you know there's loads of great things about it and there are far more important things to worry about but for you it's a bit different because you're a little bit more eccentric than me but when Mm. i walk down the high street or this is my
0: menopause yeah yeah
2: it's been going on for quite some time now Uh, perimenopause the pinky menopause (laughs) yeah but when you walk down the street looking to go buy some clothes or you go online to try and find some i mean what shop am i supposed to go to
0: well, right. I, I used to just go, look, I know my size and top, man. There are some less tragic too stuff. too young, that... mate. It's not too... If you're just buying daft T-shirts and stuff, like, you just... You know your size. Buy some T-shirts. Go and get some trousers. You know, their tailored stuff was all right. But then that fucking disappeared. Now you've got to do everything online, and that's a nightmare.
2: Listen, the three options you've got. Mm. Formal tragic, trendy tragic... Maniac tragic. You've gone trendy tragic. <laughs> I've gone trendy I've tragic. I've kind of gone maniac tragic and there's no good options here. It's I've impossible. Gone
0: mothball eBay tragic. Also um, the
2: other thing I find is that um <clears throat> I'm I'm not the fattest man in the world, nor am I the slimmest. Mm. I don't think anything in Top Man fits me anyway. Uh, no, you get the
0: biggin' the the and area, don't you?
2: I'm not going in there. <laughs> the I'm not biggins. going in the big I'm not going in the what's the small it called? biggins, go for the small biggins. What do they call it? high and mighty or something
0: high and mighty <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm not
0: going to <laughs> you there. all high and mighty but I I, I, when you but when you get to uh, when you get to origin you're talking like young people and i was talking to um uh sarah's niece and nephew and the nephew's like 18 uh and you know you can kind of I can kind of understand him uh but uh, there's a younger one who's about 14 uh young lass and uh, it's hilarious because she looks exactly like Sarah. It's really funny. <laughs> she looks like Sarah's daughter. Um, and uh, I, I just feel completely useless to that generation. That kind of age. Sort yeah. of got, I've got nothing. Not
2: just that. To generation, off. I don't
0: really? know any of your references. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know who Machine Gun Kelly is. I know who he is, but I just don't know what he does. Um, I just don't know. I, I don't know what you're all about. It was only. When she said, oh, I've got to do a PowerPoint on Hitler's rise to power, I was like, right, I'm there. <laughs> Six million unemployed. The collapse of the rent mark The diktat the of the first uh, World War. Um, general love of anti-Semitism. Like, I,
2: I had everything. I had no, it all, no, uh, bang, no, bang, then, bang, bang. At the end of that, she just went, no. Crystal just, knocked. At the end, she just went, I just want to use your photo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh dear! Yeah, so I can do I, I, that. I so mean. look, if any of your kids are listening, if you need a PowerPoint done about Hitler's rise to power, the backstairs intrigue, the, the 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 Reichstag fire,
2: I'm there Anything outside of that, nothing. Can you just stop this, please? <laughs>
0: <laughs> to stop on a toe on Robert Peel's the Corn Laws, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> the Peterloo so, Massacre, the Peter. Yes, please. I would like some help with my project. <laughs> <laughs> Did
2: she turn you down or say, "Yeah, that'd be great, thanks for your help"? I think she was just confused at the ferocity
0: of which yeah. of which I was able to sort of recount it all.
2: Yeah, yeah. She, she 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 thought. I've, I don't think he's been that energetic for about fifteen years. <laughs> what what? I thought you were a big um, help help kids with their computer man. That was your thing, wasn't it?
0: Well, I mean, the 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 person next door's uh, mum texting me, "Go, there's something on the computer at like ten o'clock on Saturday night." I was like. I'm not going to be that person. I'm not tech tech tech. I'm not tech support man. I'll build a computer. I'm not going to fix my terrible work.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's easy for me with my niece and nephew because one of them's a baby and the other. Uh, my niece is six, and so right. like if I you'd have to explain time...
0: hit, who Hitler was first, wouldn't you?
2: <laughs> well, I, I don't do that because um, okay. <laughs> she's six. Um, but um, but we could get away with like that. We, I can. She's great at this age because I can just say to her stuff like hey, do you know what we should do? And she would be like, what? And I'll be like, why don't we replace all the food in your mum's cupboards with bogeys? And she'll think it's like the funniest thing ever. Oh, that's like a
0: nice technique.
2: Do you know what I mean? Just anything yeah. ridiculous like that. Where the punchline um, is bogeys. Yeah, or you just go, I look in your ear and I can see your brain and your brain's actually a poo. Like she thinks the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Is, and and she's going to grow out of that at some point and now I'm going to be completely bereft. I'd hey, have to move straight on to the nephew who's young Completely younger. disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's basically You're a couple of the sure. questions
2: in when when the, when you job interview here at Stack. Yeah, exactly. Is your <laughs> it's brain a poo look. or bogeys. <laughs> a bit of uh, both, anyway. Half and half. On that note, we while we check, check Pete's brain, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Peter, uh, we are gonna do that email that I promised uh a while back. It's a really good one about mm. um it's yeah. it's it's essentially at first glance about a sofa, but it becomes about a lot more than that. So we'll Ooh. see you just the other side of this.
0: it's luke and Peter. Sure. how you doing it's a thursday so we're doing batteries <laughs>
2: oh yeah i forgot about batteries.
0: i didn't even i didn't even pre-prep the batteries before yes lukey moa fallen off the admin mountain
2: yes is it a Love mountain
0: it. just a mountain of paper just a mountain of paper holy um, shit so holy we found shit.
2: three it's... new players last time round, didn't we like, we did yeah we, we really. did
0: all right actually yeah um are you ready with the old uh, search bar search bar? I am ready. I am ready. So Tell the, people tell
2: people what happens if they haven't heard this before tell just tell them how we do it. I mean, I
0: I think even ex, I think explaining it diminishes it to be honest, but uh, uh batteries we've all got them we've all got them in our lives unless you're some kind of outdoor woodsman a woodswoman a woods person. Uh like just find them have a look at them. Uh, read what the brand is and if it sounds a bit obscure and a bit uh, a, 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 a bit um, cool uh, send us an email hello at and Peach take a picture uh, and we'll figure out whether we've featured the uh, brand in question before that's what we do every Thursday on the Luke and Peach Show Heather's got in touch hello Heather hey oh I am a long time listener first time emailer. blah 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 uh, writing to you from interior Alaska so you could have been could have been uh, an outdoors person Heather and um, as I yeah. struggle through another dark and cold March morning uh, at a balmy minus 17 Fahrenheit, minus 23 Celsius, uh, the remote for the literal light of my life, my... Uh uh, my 10,000 Lux 4 sun lamp that keeps me sane throughout the winter died. I found these little uh, bra inside. Maybe they are a new player. Or maybe they are actually uh, incognito tiny brassiers for sound. Whichever. <laughs> I hope you are both having a lovely uh, spring in the land that spring is actually a season. Heather, hang in there, mate. I hope you manage to get some batteries for your, for your sun lamp. I uh, hope you don't have the... I mean presumably if like all most of the seasons are the same and then there's like one season in the middle that's quite warm, uh, presumably you wouldn't get seasonal affective disorder. You'd just be like, oh, that's just one big season, isn't it, really? Pete,
2: the sun doesn't come up, you fucking idiot. What do you mean? It's, just, it's dark all the time. That's why she's... Yeah, but in traveling. the summer... Yeah, but I mean, it's it all dark, dark all the time, mate.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's another dark and cold March morning. It doesn't stay dark, does it? It doesn't have to. I I realise there are places in Sweden and places in Norway and places in Finland up the north that that happens fine, but that doesn't necessarily have to happen uh, all the way in, in Alaska. We don't know where Alaska is. We don't know where, where in Alaska this person is. But <laughs> well, we do know where Alaska know where is. Alaska is. <laughs> it's like when I was reading that uh, that that uh, wrestling card that uh, they had all of the all of the um, catchphrases of the wrestlers and like you know. Macho Man Ravi Savage is like, uh, hey, I'm Macho Man Ravi Savage. And, Ooh, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And, and all the others had all their catchphrases. And then General Adnan just says, untranslatable because it is an Arabic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's such a 90s nice thing to do. How, really are they gonna, how are they going to translate it? Oh, anyway, wow. Heather, I am very sympathetic about your yeah. plight, even if Pete isn't, and I hope you get through. Yeah. Um. Uh, the, Pete, she, it's it's a mad, mad place to live, depending on exactly where she is in Alaska, but like, I think I'm right in saying it'll be 24 hours darkness for six months of the year, and then 24 hours light for six months
0: I of the year. I am streaming a webcam in Alaska. Let's see if it's dark or whether it's light. Oh yeah, it is actually quite dark. Mind yeah. you. Should be, shouldn't it?
2: It's about four AM. It's
0: three AM. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm in the Lake Hood Seaplane Base in Anchorage, in Alaska, and it looks it looks bloody beautiful, to be quite frank.
2: So I can't I can't give Heather good news, I'm afraid. So you no. are the sixth person to send in Brassonics. The most recent of those before you was on March the 30th of last year. Our friend Dean sent them in, uh, Dean Hudson. So keep trying. I'm sorry about that, not to bring you better news, but it would be great mm. to know if you saw, have you seen a. Um, a moose as big as the one I was talking about uh, earlier in the week in Alaska and what the most amazing animals you've seen are because I've led to believe it's an amazing place for that. So hopefully that will be some, um, that'll be a bit of a salve to the wound that you've not got <laughs> a new player entering this particular game.
0: Yeah. So I was just looking at bears on the webcam. Uh, right. <laughs> on the webcam,
2: live, that's amazing. Live bears, they, they always seem to be in frame.
0: It's amazing. It must kind of follow them around or something, yeah. but it's a wonderful. Yeah. yeah, Brooks Falls in Katmai National Park alaska mm, interesting uh started in 2021 um i right, got a message from ben even the Pete and the look i have access to i had to buy uh, an automated fly spray today uh, and found these buttes look like a duracell but last like a four well f-o-r-e well not sure i've heard of, heard of these ones uh, being brought up before thank you ben for your four wells from new zealand
2: Congratulations to you Ben, they are indeed a new player all the way from the South Island of New Zealand, we have never had anyone send four well batteries in to the Luke and Pete show, that is a new player entering the game, congratulations.
0: Smashing stuff, let's move straight on to Aaron, hello Erin from Louisiana, uh, I've got a new scale in the mail today, a lot of people with these scales. I yeah. hope they're using them for good, not evil. I was blessed <laughs> with these bad boys. Now, I don't know whether they've been submitted already, but there's, uh, here's hoping. Uh, I'd love to have an addition added to the ever-growing list of out-there brands. Love the banter. Take care, guys. Kendall, do we indulge in uh, do we indulge in uh, banter? Kendall is the uh, battery brand you need to be searching. Kendall, uh, will
2: be, listen, you're going to have to stop wasting our time, Aaron, yeah. because Kendall, yeah, this really. is the 14th time that Kendall's have been sent in. Uh, they've yeah. been sent in as recently... As February and twice in January of this year, so you know there's 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 you know there's new players and there's ones that just miss out being new players, and then there's this. I'm afraid yeah. it really is as stark as that for you, Aaron. Not Aaron. a new player, Aaron. Sorry. Get
0: back to uh, yeah. Get back to Church Point. Get back to Elton. Get back to Bazil, Eunice, Williams, Evangelist names, isn't it? New Orleans they're outside Lafayette. They're just there's just loads of. Reddle, it's just names. They've just they've just taken a lot of people's names and went, wow, well, that'll be the town.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I find it. Um, do you think it's interesting like like, um, in the US, they had so many new places to name, but then they just mm. named them after existing places? I guess it's as love mm. letters to their previous towns or whatever. But it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? It feels like it could have just been a little bit imaginative.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I quite like it. I love a Lafayette or a Baton Rouge. They're crackers.
2: Hmm. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'd love to go there. I've never been anywhere around there. It'd be great. Mm. Um, anyway, thanks for sending your battery brands in. We'll do some more of those next week. I do want to do this email that I've been pre-promoting, Pete, if that's okay. It's quite a long okay. one, but I'll try and get through it as coherently as I can. Bang it. It's from our friend... Uh, actually, well, I can't say his name, so I'm not going to do that. Mm. Uh, you know who you are. Okay. Uh, and it starts a little bit like this. It says, Hello, to Luke and the Pete. Your recent discussion of Pete's misadventure with a TV stand on Facebook Marketplace, reminded me of the time the Wi-Fi have access to and I chose to turn informants for the United States Postal Inspection Service. Wow. At the time, we were living in Williamsburg, Virginia, where we met and the home of Colonel—sorry, uh, Colonial Williamsburg, the place many American children are brought to during the miserably hot and humid Virginia summer uh, to see how colonists lived. You can shoot a musket, spin yarn, step in a frankly astounding amount of horse manure and possibly contract a mosquito-borne illness or suffer heat stroke, just like the early American colonialists. Um, The Wi-Fi have access to and I were trying to sell our white leather couch, brackets, I know, (laughs) (laughs) on a marketplace app called uh, Let Go when we received an answer from a potential buyer in North Carolina, which is less than three hours away. I was a lowly line cook at the time And my wife had just begun her studies to become a counsellor and the dogs we have access to weren't really pulling their weight in terms of contributing. So the $750 we were hoping to get from the sale was an unexpected boost for us. Mm. And when the potential buyer told us he would cover the transportation and throw on an extra 500 for the trouble of us being available when it got picked up, it seemed even better. It was agreed he would mail us a certified cheque for the amount in question, and when the funds had cleared, a mover would come back to pick up the couch. Imagine our surprise then, when a week later, a certified cheque for $15,000 from the Bank of Southern California appeared at our house with a letter from our potential buyer. The letter informed us that he, the buyer, had been forced to deploy early to his army posting. And as such, <laughs> so it's
0: a story, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. And as
2: such, was arranging the move of household uh, remotely. He asked us to do him the favor of paying the moving company for the job on his behalf and for our trouble would pay us an additional $750, bringing mm. the total up to $2,000, which would have been more than a month's rent and utilities at the time. I was to deposit the check and pay $13,000 to the moving company and keep the other two for myself. At this point, con- confronted with a check from a bank and the buyer now unable to be contacted or verified by means anything else other than email, both I and the wife I have access to began to grow suspicious. But our desire to be rid of this object and the possibility of putting a bit away for a rainy day since we were moving to a much smaller apartment in DC were strong. So I decided to see what my local bank branch thought of it. I spoke to the bank manager And she told me immediately it was likely a fraudulent check and then indeed confirmed there was no Bank of Southern California. (laughs) She she offered to dispose of it or told me that occasionally state or federal government offices offered rewards for turning in checks or scams that led to fraud indictments. We figured, why not? After calling the fraud hotline for the Virginia Department of Commerce, we were directed to the local office of the United States Postal Inspection Service or US (laughs) PISS. I know it seems easy to take the piss out of them. They are basically the US government equivalent of the Europa Conference League. They did, however, seem excited I'd been able to make actual contact with the buyer, as we had texted a few times, and asked me to come to the office to file a report. After taking down the report, the agent in charge asked if I'd be willing to further assist them in their case, as I was not the first to bring this activity to their attention. So after a brief call to my wife, um, I told her we were going to be part of a sting and made sure she was okay with that, as she agreed. And then we made contact with my buyer via email to confirm deposit of the cheque and settled in to wait for the reply, <laughs> which would hopefully help them in some way and result in our collecting the reward. The agents explained to me that often the scheme is to get the seller to deposit the cheque and then pay out the funds as soon as the account is credited before the fraud is noticed. They said it's a fairly common grift and can be run from almost anywhere in the country. After waiting about an hour, they asked me to get in contact with them to see if he or she re-established contact, and they sent me on my way. Sadly, the individual never contacted us again, and the case was never closed, ending my career as a federal informant, hopefully for good. But on the positive side, the wife and I were rewarded for our honesty, uh, and... We're given a cheque for $250 from Uncle Sam mm. and a letter of appreciation from the Postmaster General. From the
0: Bank of California. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: nuts. yeah. We were never able to sell the bloody couch and after staring down the six flights of stairs it would have taken to move the nine foot monstrosity, I pushed it out of our third floor window. Uh, (laughs) railing um, over the railing after warding our downstairs neighbours and crucially while the Wi-Fi I have access to wasn't home it's basically what I did with my Christmas tree Yeah, Uh, so good on you Uh, keep up the great work Um, appreciate the shows Uh, I should probably disguise my name in some way to prevent a backlash from the hardened and still at large fraudster (laughs) but Pete will probably read it out anyway all the best anonymous <laughs> so just, that is John Smith in uh, Virginia. Yeah, no, I'm not joking.
0: In little Little Bartley, or we've got um, they, <laughs> yeah uh,
2: Domingo in Little Oakley. The
0: um, it's. I mean, it, it, these grifts are still very much prevalent. I mean, like I, whenever there's any, when there's more money on offer than something is worth, or whenever there's like for your trouble kind of thing, just it's always just bullshit, mate. Nobody does that in the. I mean, I probably would do that. Probably people think I'm I'm dodgy, but um, but yeah, people really do not go the extra mile. And and, uh, and, and and give you extra money. Did
2: not you end up giving Sonic away for free because you scratched it? it wasn't that the t- that wasn't a TV stand?
0: Yeah, TV stand on Facebook Marketplace, but that was for free. You, you lost you know, your bottle, didn't you? You lost, lost your bottle, me, mate. But absolutely lost my bottle. But um, it reminds me of uh, I just like the idea of like writing a check that for a bank that just doesn't exist. It's wonderful. They eh? they when the uh, when the Americans were moving out, like transitioning the the. Post-war kind of peace democracy uh, in sort of in action uh, that was the Japanese, um, the the, the island Japan. Uh, obviously, after the war, uh, the, the the Allied or certainly the U.S. Uh, service people were were over there and, and, and occupying it, uh, and just people were just on the fucking grift all the time. A lot of people in poverty and stuff, um, and and a lot of like Americ ex-American like Marines and stuff would just make up fucking because because converting yen to dollar was so rare and so mm. difficult um people would just make these fake checks and just sort of go it's the bank of texas um here's <laughs> a thirty thousand uh, dollar check for the bank of texas and they would just sell it to a yakuza member or a gangster uh to uh, for like ten percent of the actual um financial worth of that 30 grand mm. uh, and they'd know that it was fake but they understood that they could sell it on to someone else for the same amount, for more money, and because yen to dollar conversions were illegal at the time. Uh, so it was kind of really, so dollars was obviously the only stable uh, stable financial um, token around. And it was just really funny that people would just make up these banks and sell, sell, sell their own checks.
2: for her homework she be loving that
0: and the only and the only person who gets screwed so it's like it's like airline seats it's a Ponzi scheme you know the first person who gets and they enjoys the sit down and the next person enjoys the sit down and lay back and then the, the person at the back of the plane they get fucked so oh,
2: yeah <laughs> the trick is to not be the person so, in the final row
0: yeah exactly the person holding the cheque at the end of it a £30,000 cheque that's absolutely worthless they're the ones who are in trouble but there we go fantastic story uh, and I, I hope you're safe in your uh, location right now <laughs> You're yeah, give hinted. us an update on how it's going. Yeah.
2: In witness protection after that exactly s- s- high stakes uh, fraud investigation um, <laughs> states witness. Let's get out of here, Peter. We'll, be back. we'll, right. we'll come back on Monday, of course. So I hope we hope people have a lovely weekend, don't we? Just how good a weekend do you hope people have, Pete? Uh, well, I, 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 I mean, medium Easter,
0: isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You could probably a lot of you will have uh, an extra day off, so um, don't go crazy. Don't hurt yourselves. All right. Mm, good tip. Yeah, Just coming from you, that is
2: yeah, in that jumper. <laughs> See you next time.
0: The Luke and Pete
2: Show is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.